I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. Authentix built the world's first enterprise solution for identity verification. The firm's been awarded 14 R&D patents and has 19 pending, so it knows a thing or two about ID. But there's a world of difference between onboarding customer by customer and suddenly being faced with tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, as a result of, say, a rescue takeover of a bank, such as those we saw in the US and Europe earlier this year. We're discussing this challenge with Ron Atzman, active chairman of Authentix. But first, do you want to access the multi-billion dollar fintech opportunity in the Middle East or India? If the answer is yes, then join the Cedar IBSI Fintech Lab and fast track your journey of market expansion with us. As a Fintech Lab member, you'll have access to skilled mentors and have the opportunity to learn, network and collaborate with like-minded individuals, building your knowledge base, skills and connections. Visit www.cedaribsifintechlab.com. Now, back to our conversation with Ron Atman, Active Chairman of Authentix. I think we should split it to two vectors. I like always, you know, I'm a simple guy, so I like sim- simplifying stuff. Two topics. One is internally, and second is externally. When you bring two of these organizations, each of them come with their own identity infrastructure, and I'm talking internally. And the question is, how do you manage it? There was a thesis in the marketing team not so long ago that multi-vendor or a big variety of multi-vendor is good. The problem is, is that this multi-vendor approach requires you to run multi-APIs on these accounts, which is one, it's a, you know, it's R&D resources. It's time consuming from, from the product owner. It's also quite costly. Now, how do you bring these from an from an internal point of view? You bring them together without leaving cracks in the wall because you know it's like two divorced couples. They bring their each one of their own kids. How do you combine this? Listen, the the the, the wife has come with my two or three kids, and the husband come with two or three kids from the other marriage. And how how do you plug this together? I can simplify what you're saying for you. It's an issue of the people and the culture of the institutions, which can, they, they're in the same business, they can both be in banking, but they will have a completely different culture, each institution, and a completely different mindset of the people involved. It's more than that. It's also the appetite for business. There are banks, there are financial institutions who are most risk averse, and the other ones on the other side. And based on that culture, they also chose different vendors, okay, that fits their state of mind. There, there are vendors can, can, that can play on both sides of the, of, the, of the fence, okay? But, you know, for, from a point of view, okay, so what kind of a vendor or pro, you know, is willing to play the game with us and what vendor does not? So with that culture comes the culture of the vendors. So how do you match it? And the bigger problem is how do you is how do you bring them together without creating cracks? Because it's not just bringing them together; it's making sure that when you consolidate them and you overlay them, you don't leave the cracks. And that's when it's becoming even more complicated from an external point because now you have a customer base of Bank A and a customer base of Bank B. Each one of them has its own; it has, brings its own bucket of problems 
So what you need to do is first of all, you need baby, you need to come with a comb and cleanse each one of them and, and make sure they're as much as you're aware, there are no any duplicates and you know there are no hidden surprises. I'll say it sarcastically. And then when you bring them together, let's say if you're a customer at bank A and you're also a customer at bank B, for example, in Israel, I have three bank accounts. I have in the UK two bank accounts and another place I have a one bank account. So you know the value, okay, is that you don't keep it as two single entities, but you bring them together. Okay, and that's a big problem. Then you need to, on the other side, I mean, I'm facing the challenges. And then on the other side, how do you do that by uh, making sure so that you don't leave also the not nice people inside uh, that organization? So you need to bring the good guys and make sure most of the bad guys are left out, which is a very big problem. So you need to find some sort of a consolidator tool that can, first of all, look inside that that stuff and look for like repetitions. I tell from our own experience, okay, when we cleanse some of our customers in, in the few transactions, I can tell you we've done it with a different experience with one of the FS that we've been working with for the last six, seven years is, okay, actually we found multiple accounts that actually connect to the same person from a positive point of view. And you know what was the problem? The problem was that they were communicating to that person on the same topic three different times, which basically costs money and it was inefficient. And then when they added another institution and we didn't find it out of respect, but so basically I'm, I'm giving the thesis how we can how we can connect the dots from that point of view. Theoretically, and I don't want to talk about the negative stuff, okay, what we have done also in the past with one of our tools, is that the same thing that, you know, we saw Robin with your face, I mean, Robin Almot with your face, that details, and then we we might have seen Robin you, but someone actually is impersonating you with another set of biometrics capabilities, and in that respect, it's a problem because you want to throw it out of you want to throw it out of the system from our basic prisma of authentics and and as an identity protector for our customers is these are the biggest challenges and the way that we do it is by the way is with the product we have we have instinct which is basically it's a consortium that can 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 be run either on a specific organization or could be running our global concern. We actually currently is most of our big customers. And if you look into our website, you know exactly where our customers are, that they're consuming it. And basically you can say, listen, we can help you cleanse that stuff with external data. Okay. And if you're willing to be a bit even more forward thinking and more innovative with external data. On top of it, what we see even now even bigger is the fact that we are currently we're not in a in an upscale economic turn, but actually in a in a more of like um, choppy waters. Okay, I won't say call it a recession because we're not recession, but it's it's interesting times. So you start in these interesting times, you see even another component of it, which is increase of fraud. And in the last six or nine months, I can't remember when the chat GPT was launched. Plus, you suddenly have AI, which actually greases the wheels for the industry. And then it becomes even more interesting because you have the consolidation externally and internally. And plus you have this fascinating process we created who makes it even more 
challenging to consolidate uh, the customer base. Okay, there's a couple of things I'd like to put to you. First of all, and you did allude to this, but it seems almost years ago rather than months ago, at the beginning of the year, in the first quarter, the second quarter, we had banks running into trouble. We had banks falling over. We had rescue mergers taking place in the banking industry, medium-sized banks and huge banks, a huge bank in Switzerland, obviously, the UBS Credit Suisse situation that ended up happening. Has that atmosphere gone away, do you think? Are, are, are things calmer? You referred to interesting times, which is always, as far as I'm concerned, code for, oh, for heaven's sake, what the hell's going on? Listen, I, I don't have a crystal ball, okay? But definitely the fact that we are moving from a zero interest rate to a high interest rate creates challenges, okay? And we've seen the SVB issue. I don't think we're going to see massive problems, but definitely I don't think the market has cleared itself, okay? I don't know. Listen, I don't know that I'm not I'm not an economist and, you know, but... The the market. If you look, I'll, I'll tell you very clearly. If you look at the downturn of two thousand and eight, and if you look at the downturn of two thousand and one, okay, it took about two years for the market to clean itself. We are only nine to twelve months into the process. There's another twelve months, and we might see a few more surprises. Okay, I mean, like mid sizes that haven't we're we're not aware of. You know, Asia is also changing. Never say never, okay. But I don't. I, I, it looked too fast to this for the to the to the problem to disappear. Let me put something else to you that that I was getting hints of in your earlier answer. The holy grail for banking at the moment, everybody tells me, is personalization, personalization of products and services, which sounds great in concept. In theory. In, pract- in theory, in practice, I know many institutions who are on their own struggling to manage their data and get it all sorted out because it's been siloed. They don't know where everything is. They'll have outdated information in one place. They'll have up-to-date information in another place. You cited the example of a person who was getting three lots of communication from a financial institution. I know people who get more than three. They are bombarded with the same guff from their bank, single bank, from three, four, five, six different departments. If banks can't even manage their own information as a single institution, how can we realistically expect them to manage merging their various different leaky buckets of information with a second institution's leaky buckets of information? It's much easier than 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 it than it said. Listen, life is relatively easy. It's we the people that make it complicated. Okay, if there were no people, we didn't have any problems. Just being a bit sarcastic, but seriously, I can tell you that we came. Uh, listen, it sounds like I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to try to promote something. Okay, but I, I can listen. I'm only talking from. I've been entrepreneur in this. Uh, I've been entrepreneur for 25 years. I've been building this business for the last 15 years. I still love to talk to my customers and see their problems and try to solve them. We come from the identity part, okay? But when you dive into the identity bucket and you're talking about the multiple accounts, you say, okay, how do you collect 
the data, okay, and cleanse it. And it comes from the negative. We saw, where did we come with our consortium idea like seven years ago, six years ago when we launched, when we first launched it silently? Is because we saw repetitions, fake repetitions. But after we started in with the fake ones, I said, listen, it's not just on a negative point of view. It's also on a positive point of view. It's like if, if I'm trying to simplify to the listeners, it's like the credit bureaus, negative data set and positive data set. They'll tell you how good you are or how bad you are. So when we started with InSync with our serial fraud monitor, I mean, we said, okay, now we can detect, okay, like massive synthetic fraud. You know, in that respect, by doing it, looking at from a holistic point of view on multiple signals. But then but then we said, hold on a second. We can also help the banks with this tool on the positive side. Throw everything to the machine, and we will look for the repetitions. So I don't think it's impossible. I think it's about focus, and I think it's about a financial institution willing to be a bit more creative and open-minded, look outside outside the lamp or outside the, the, the plate or whatever you're going to call it, okay? And try to think, okay, what tools that we use to fight fraud, how can we use these tools to also benefit us? That's my humble opinion, my humble experience. It's doable. It's just, you know, people need to be willing to think a bit out of the box. Ron Atman, Active Chairman of Authentics.